Fucking asshole! Hey, we're recording right now. What's going on, guys? This is the Drinking. This ain't the Drinking Bros podcast. No, it's not Drinking Bros. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you're so funny. I've been doing the Drinking Bros podcast for so long. That's not the first time I fucked it up and just said the Drinking Bros podcast. Well, Did- what's funny is I don't see anything in front of you, like resulting, resembling that you've been drinking all day. No, I haven't. Yet. Normally, when we do the Drinking Bros podcast, we're, we were drinking like crazy. Yeah, I haven't done it in a while. I'm going to try and catch up with them. Hopefully, in December, do a podcast with them. Also, you know, I have a few projects coming out here soon, and when those come out, um, hopefully, I can jump on there and uh, promote it as well. Uh, we have the Drinking Bros uh, live podcast coming out here soon. I believe it's on the 20th is going to be the, uh, we'll have it direct to buy on Amazon. If I'm correct, I got to double check on that, but I believe you can buy it directly on Amazon. It's a, it's, it's something that doesn't, hasn't been done is what we did was we decided to film it, edit it and put it out there and not have it ready available until it's ready available. So we're not really <laughs> pushing it out until it's ready. Yeah. I love it. So it's pretty cool. I'm excited to see where that goes, but, uh, Hey, what's up guys. This is the Vinnie rock podcast. Uh, real quick. Let me hit some of the sponsors. Um, man, I got to say sorry because I was sitting there, I was drinking a little bit when I had my father on the podcast with me and uh, I was talking about Warfighter Tobacco. Obviously, I'm one of the owners of Warfighter Tobacco. I'm very proud of that company and what we have done and what we continue to do. But I said the guys were in like Guatemala or Honduras or some shit, didn't I? Honduras. Yeah. that's what's that, Where did that even come from? <laughs> I, I don't know. I know. I, I, that was yeah. Nicaragua. No fucking clue. Yeah, they're in Nicaragua. Yeah, yeah. they're in Nicaragua. Uh, the guys are out there doing some cool blends, and we're just trying things out, and we're, we're looking for what's available, but not even that. They were helping put together the Rocco Cigar, the Rocco Signature Cigar, which won't be out for a while. We're still testing it. I'm going to get a, a couple of them sent to me, and uh, I'll test them out and see what I like, and once I do that, uh, then it'll it'll probably be available probably six months after that. So obviously, I would say July sometime the Rocco cigar will probably be available i'm going to give it a loose date but you know what happens also in july i believe the mayans mc oh, airs i so can't th- wait for what that. a great timing on my oh. own cigar and the, and and the air dates of potentially one of the biggest shows one of the most anticipated spin-offs in 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 the history of television gives me goosebumps thinking about it it's insane dude i'm and, so stoked and it, it, there's so much to that we'll, we'll, we'll keep talking but so there's several things to know about warfighter tobacco uh we will have the new blends available we, we are projecting and hoping and fingers crossed for black friday so that's exciting because we've been waiting on these, but due to the hurricane, we weren't able to get them shipped into us. But these cigars, if you like Warfighter Tobacco Cigars now, you will absolutely love and fall in love all over again with Warfighter Tobacco Cigars next. Uh, we have one of the cigars, to me, is a personal favorite. I, I, if I can get my hands on them, I smoke them. It is the Victory Cigar. I know you don't smoke at all, Jess, but... No, but I but, love uh, the smell of it's them. It's one of those ones where oh. you can sit in the room and enjoy that one. <laughs> oh. And then we have the, the Rocco Box is going to be the Rocco itself. The Rocco is really identifying the size of the cigar, and, and that cigar is is, is a bigger cigar. Uh, if I can get the actual size of it, uh, I believe it was, let's see, um, blah, 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 blah. I think it's the 60 by, it, what it is, it's pretty much like a 45-minute burn. Right, like, like without being like, like John from from Warfighter, he he sucks he'll, me down. He'll smoke that in like twenty minutes. That guy's insane. You were here, and he was. How many did he smoke while you were here, just hanging out? And like an hour and a half, I swear to God, he smoked three cigars. He pumps through them, dude. I was like, 
holy shit. Yeah, so so that's what I'm saying. So I was it's blown away. Insane how much he smokes. Yeah. And he just and he he enjoys him, but he he's just a big man who sucks him down. Yeah. Uh so yeah, the Rocco size are gonna be the six by sixty sampler pack, and that's gonna be the biggest fuck pack. Uh I'm getting all the art um uh, dialed in here soon. We should have those ready hopefully in a few months, but that's pretty exciting as well. But again, like you like I said, the guys were in Nicaragua. Not in Honduras or Chile or, or Ecuador, whatever the hell I said they were. Right. And I apologize for that. But uh, yes, get yourself some Warfighter Tobacco. Uh, you can use the promo code. I believe it's uh, Vinny Rock. Um, if, if, if that doesn't work, please hit me up. There's so many different promo codes right now that I'm so confused on how many and what <laughs> is and what. Crazy. All right. So uh, also, Lisa Beds, Lisa Mattresses. Go check those out. Um, have you slept on one yet? I have not slept on a Lisa Bed. You've heard of them? I've heard of them. They're Every insane. time I hear your podcast, I hear about Lisa beds. Dude, they're actually really, really <laughs> yeah. nice. I, me, me and my wife keep talking about like, I swear I haven't slept this good in my entire life. And that's not even a joke. Like, I'm not going to sit here and uh, blow smoke up anyone's ass. The Lisa beds uh, is honestly one of the best, most comfortable beds I've ever had. We sit there and try and watch a movie. We fall asleep. But uh, it, Isn't honestly, it crazy that they can just roll that up in a box and then ship it to you and it unfolds? And it, you're like, you look at this box and you're like... We there's were no, laughing. There's no way there's a mattress inside. That we were thing. laughing and saying like, "This isn't a king size. It's crazy. There's, there's no way." And when it opened, like, "Holy crap!" And then we laid on it. and I was like, "Damn." Yeah. So, uh, yes, Lisa mattresses. You guys check them out. You can use the promo code Vinny Rock V I N N Y R O C for a hundred off the uh, Lisa mattress or two hundred off the the Sapira is the one that I have. It's a, for a bigger dude. Of course it is. A little bit more support for the man. Uh, we have other sponsors out there. There's, there's, there's so many, like Willie Peach Chocolate. I told you about them, haven't I? Yep, the spicy have I given chocolates. You any? Have I given you any? No, I haven't had any. So not all of them are spicy. They all have a range on there. It's like a, a, a level of spiciness. I like it. Yeah, and some of them are just like, there's one, it's like a, it tastes like a s'more. It has uh, some, some uh, marshmallows in it. It has some chocolate in it, and it has a little bit of spice to it, but... Honestly, some of the best tasting chocolate you're gonna find. I'm actually I gotta tell tell the guy to hit me, hook me up with some more, man, because yeah. the kids don't need it, which he is nice. He grows it in his own garden, right? He grows it all in his own garden. That's pretty cool, right? People are amazing, dude. I know, dude. They do some crazy stuff, and I I, I love it. That's one of my favorite ones. Uh, we got sponsors that are like uh, Beard.com. Go check out some Manor. That's something that uh you know me and my buddy have been working on for a while. Uh, Manor is just really just one of those names. Right? I chose Manor because I was like. It's a, a tough lot. name, right? That's a good name. And if you're going to buy some products for the man, you want to just say manner. Uh, you know, they have body wash. They have, um, man, beard oils and whatever you want. They have shave stuff. Uh, everything you really want, even though it's beard.com, we have pretty much your, your pick of the litter. Even though you have a beard, you're still going to trim it. You're still going to edge it up and line it up, and we have things for that as well. But don't forget that one of my favorite things that we have and something I'm really trying to grow now is El Vato. My pomade. I got to get some of that. Dude, I have some in the room. I'll give you some later. It's the best smelling freaking pomade in the world. Um, Soon, I'll have a lot of these products available on the vinnyrock.com website. I'm actually got everything shipped today. Perfect. I'm probably going to have some of my books. I have another kid's book that just came out. I'm uh, pretty excited about that one. Uh, you can find it on Amazon. If you just Google Vincent Vargas on Amazon, you'll see the two books that I've written. Uh, they're just kids' books, you know, and I'll put something out here soon. I plan on filming a video of my kids uh, reading it. But you can find those hopefully by next week. You can find everything like that onto my website on vinnyrock.com and go to shop and you can find what you have there as well as shirts and stickers. And anything else you need, you let me know and we'll put it on the website. Um, you know what? I'm good with that. I'm if, good with those sponsors for now. If you're good with that, I'm good with I that. I mean, the only other one I could think of is uh, Carnivore Club. 
Yeah. You've heard of them? I have heard of them. What do you think about it? Have you, have you tried it yet? I haven't tried it yet. It just it's really hard because like I'm on this whole keto diet thing going on right now. So Sundays are like my reefy days. But, but keto, but, doesn't but, they but, do protein? Dude, it's all protein. So well, this, then, this carnivore box like might be the ticket. That might be what you're, you're to curb all the hungers, the snacks you got. Instead of just, just anything else, you can have that. Yeah. Right? They have, dude, they have like chorizo and they have sauce. It's crazy. I should have a box here coming. Uh, it might be here tomorrow. Uh, another thing is you I have think freedom. You promised that one to your dad already, though. I, I did? I think so, yeah. And my dad's gone. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be telling me, I heard the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Where's my box of meat? Um, also, I got some freedom jerky. Have you ever heard of freedom jerky? Yes, sir. Yeah, we just started that one. I, got, I jumped on board with that because it, it sounded like a really cool plan. Freedom jerky is. United States, you know, all made in the U.S. Uh, it's some of the best beef jerky you can ever have. There's different flavors. It's it's amazing. But, uh, you know, the cool thing about that is the money that we make for for Freedom Jerky will be going directly to a nonprofit. Uh, nice. The nonprofit is called War Horse. I am tied in with now two uh, nonprofits. War Horse is one and Hero Sports is the other. Hero Sports is we play sports. We, we, we help veterans play sports and everything like that. And I'll get into that next. But War Horse is bringing guys into the ranch and kind of getting them a, a break from reality, a break from life. Yeah. You know, step away from a little bit. Sometimes we'll invite some uh, guest speakers or some very important person uh, to give some motivational tips and, and, and uh, help guys just get through it. You know what I mean? And so it's it's for combat veterans. Uh, and so what we do is what the money that's raised from Freedom Jerky will be donated directly to War Horse, and they're going to be flying veterans in, combat veterans in, and uh, to just kind of help with uh, some of the PTSD and and, uh, and other things. You Love know? it. Just get, get, them, get them out of there. We're, we're working on some Freedom Jerky. There you go. So get you some Freedom Jerky. We're planning on doing a, a marriage counseling one here soon. Me and the wife are going to go up there and help support it. And, okay. and uh, speak. I'm going to be speaking at that one. I love it. I don't know why they you would want me experience. to speak. Yeah, well, I have, I've been married, <laughs> you know, a lot, uh, you know, and finally, finally doing it right. Your wife's it, awesome. Yeah, she is. She Your is. Wife's you know, awesome. That's pretty important. But uh, and then you got Hero Sports. We'll talk about them since I already did. Hero Sports is is an organization that started out of uh, San Antonio, and pretty much what it is is Mike Barker. He he able to start this to get veterans back into the community. A lot of guys get out and they um, have trouble transitioning. And one of the big parts is we segregate ourselves. We kind of kind of I guess turn into hermits you don't want to go out there and experience the world or, or your buddies were, were you were closer with in combat and, and you just don't feel like you're going to have that connection again with someone to the outside but Hero Sports what we do in Salt Lake in, excuse me in San Antonio and soon to be Salt Lake I'm going to be starting a chapter out here it's awesome is we pay for veterans to play sports and so we have a softball team we have a baseball team there's a volleyball team and I believe an indoor soccer team now currently uh, we're looking at a team here in Salt Lake to sponsor a all veteran organization that is a hockey team Sweet. And planning to do a softball team here soon. So, you know, obviously those nonprofits cannot do anything without your support. So if you guys don't mind, go check them out. You can check out Hero Sports, heroesports.org. And uh, I'll get you War Horse's uh, web address. I don't know it actually at the top of my head. But if you go check out freedomdrinker.com, you can check it out there. Oh, my goodness. Man, I feel like those are getting longer and longer. Well, that's what happens when you become more popular. Well, it's, it's, it just it, gets you know, longer and longer. Well, I'm, I'm just... Blessed to have people supporting uh, the podcast, dude. You're you're a good dude. You know, Doing here's good the things. Here's a crazy thing. Like you know, like part of me worries about numbers, right? Like numbers is is a very important thing. Social media numbers, right? Yep. Your engagement and your views and your downloads and all this shit. In in the podcast history right now, I think I'm somewhere around it with just my my numbers. And there's another place that's probably going to send me numbers. I'm in around the eighty thousand downloads, right? 
which is pretty cool, right? I mean, that sounds freaking amazing. For having, what, 15, 16 episodes? Right, exactly. Dude, you're so killing it. 80,000 downloads. And, you know, I would love to get to 100,000 downloads here soon, and I'm sure it'll happen probably in the next two weeks, three weeks. But uh, that's not a big number compared to, shit, Drinking Bros. I think Drinking Bros does 80,000 downloads per episode now. Something right. crazy, right? But we've been around for a while. Drinking Bros uh, podcast has been around for a while. But the Vineyard Rock podcast, it might not be the numbers now, but the quality of comments I've received in the inbox has been motivational. It's it's what keeps me going. It's why I made it to go kit and I took it with me and filmed, you know, and recorded while I was in California. It's why if I go on vacation, I'll be doing it with me in uh, Salt Lake, uh, excuse me, San Antonio because I'm going there for for Thanksgiving. Right. But I got a message today, and the guy said, "Look, I just binge watched. I just binge listened to every single one of your podcasts. I listen to podcasts daily, and it is hands down the best podcast I've ever listened to." Well, there's just something about it. I, I myself subscribe, and I myself, like, I just got done listening to you and your dad, uh, Cutman Carlos's yeah. uh, uh, podcast at the gym. That was a great one. It's just, obviously, you got so many good podcasts. You got Drinking Bros, you got Joe Rogan, Joe you've Rogan, got, yeah. you know, all these, you got all these guys, right? Yeah. I mean, so many things to, to listen to, and it almost seems like a lot of them kind of start to run together. Right. And there's something about yours that's that's refreshing. There's something about how you just have the ability to, to converse and communicate and relay the message. And the message is always different. Like that's, what's crazy to me. Yeah. But it's just literally just having good dudes come in and just like tell their story. Yeah. I feel extremely honored to be here. First and foremost, you're such a good dude. Like the more that I get to know you, I'm just absolutely blown away that you would invite me to come on and, you know, have a chat and like the, the, the with the likes of, you know, Richard Cabral's and Michael Irby's and Cutman Carlos's and just Vincent Rocco Vargas. Like for me to come sit here, yeah. dude, it's an honor. Like oh, it's dude. just, it's incredible. I think the biggest thing to me is uh, what, what probably resonates with a lot of people that listen to podcasts is the fact that I know that I'm just a normal fucking dude, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? And I think since I don't, I, you know, I guess I've humanized myself by being super honest about my life. Right. I think it's easier for people to want to listen to because they, they know they can relate to a lot of my life situations. Dude, every every time I listen to one, it's like I, I take two or three things from it every every single time I listen to it, and it's like, oh shit, I can do that, or shit, I can do this, or this would help me out. Yeah, it's well, just no, I I fucked up a lot of things in my life. <laughs> but we so, all but we all have right, exactly. I think I think that's part of it. The funniest thing is that like I have fucked up so many things, and there's things I, I try to do right, and and life fucked me. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just kind of how it goes. But yep. in the reality of it is like. Uh, I guess the fact that I'm willing to be open about it, it makes it easier for other people to relate to me. And and it, I guess you just don't feel alone. Well, I think it lets people know that, that hey, here, I mean, there's, obviously there's a certain cast of, of light that's viewed upon guys like you and, and, and some of the people that are in your industry. And, and, and for us layman people to hear your story, to hear guys that you roll with and their story, and a lot of times it's, it's, it's obviously different, but it's kind of the same. Yeah. And then it's you. I can re, I can relate to it. The listeners can relate to it, and it makes it like, well, fuck. Like these guys are super successful. These guys are out crushing it. These guys are doing what they want to do. Yeah, they're not really that much different than I am. It's exactly I the just, truth. I just need to make the choice and do it. Yeah, you got to find what their fucking your direction is. Yeah, and whatever your path is, and fucking figure it out. Like for a long time, you know, for a long time I lived with with walls, right? And, and, and metaphorically speaking, I lived with the, the idea that I couldn't 
be on TV. I lived with the idea that I couldn't be a writer. I lived with the idea that I couldn't be fucking wealthy. And I'm yeah. not yet, but I fuck, dude, to me, it's like, fuck, it's almost there. Right? Dude, like, you're going to be. You're going to get it. With the same aspects that I'm taking, like business, where the same way I'm going towards entertainment, it's the same way I go towards like being a father and a husband and my fucking. All those things are what I th- believe has been fucking, you know, putting me right on the path of. Dude, I, I was telling Christy this. I was telling Christy this just two days ago. I was like, like I'm very, very external i guess i sit back and watch my own life and judge it all goddamn day like i sit there and be like criticize myself hardcore like am i still the path that i originally intended am i still doing what i said i was gonna do and when i was younger and i don't know why monetary really means shit right money honestly fucking in the end means shit like it's just paper right if i don't have my kids i don't have my wife and fuck i I, I can give two fucks about money absolutely but i do want to put them in a position where i want them to i want to fuck I want to change their stars yeah. you know what I'm saying and I told myself when I was younger I remember saying this like distinctly I don't know how many kids do this but I said one day I'm gonna be a millionaire yep. and I believed I was gonna be a millionaire because for me that 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 number was it was just so far out of my reach right it was just the impossible right you know I was a kid that fucking you know our, you know our family my family wasn't wealthy but I believed somehow from nothing to something I was gonna do it and I believed maybe it was gonna be baseball I thought maybe I was gonna be play professional baseball you know you're a baseball player too yes sir and you know that I dream thought I, I thought I was gonna be a professional baseball player too. exactly <laughs> and so I held I held on to that for years and I believed it and I bought I thought I was gonna buy my mom her first her first mercedes-benz yeah and I thought I was gonna buy my dad his first Harley and those are the things I remember with my million that I was some, somehow gonna make those are the gifts I, I, I was going to give my family out of just, uh, you know, appreciation for just giving me the opportunity. And so now I told Christy the other day, I was sitting there, I was like, you know how crazy it is that I'm, I am actually in the, in, on the path to potentially make a million dollars. And that for me is like, whoa, yeah. it, 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 it stunned me. It, it took me fucking about an hour to stop thinking about it. Cause I was like, it's not about the money. It's 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 what I can do with that money. Is is who? How many people I can help more with that money? It's how much more content I can produce to influence, inspire, and motivate more people. Absolutely. You know, and that's all it is. Absolutely. And that's all I fucking do. Fuck. You know, there's there's there's, dude. It it drives me nuts. I have so many things written. I have so many things I want to do. So many things I want to I want to help with. But it all takes money. And and just so you guys know, you guys listen to the podcast, the money that comes in from fucking the sponsors goes directly into buying more shit to fucking produce for you guys, whether it's a short film that I want to do, whether it's uh whatever it is, but it goes right back into the fucking office, right back into, you know, you already well, know. Well, it's about, it's about, it's about creating an experience. Right. And you want that experience not only for you and your family and your kids and potentially their kids. Yeah. But for everybody that you talk, come in contact with, all the people that are listening to this right now, all yeah. the, you know, all the content that you can get, any kind, of, any kind of money that we get, because we do some similar stuff with with True North Motor Company and you know some stuff like that. A portion of the proceeds we actually kick back to our local Fisher, the VA Fisher House for you know vets that are here, right. and their families. And then our local, we have a, what we call a local 1033 foundation. So it's the Utah 1033 sale so for fallen officers and all that kind of stuff. So they help, you know, provide support for their families and their children to get scholarships and go to school. And, you know, when they, when the incident initially happens, you know, if they need help covering their bills, covering the mortgage, keeping the power on, whatever it might be. But I just think it's really but interesting. But you're giving back. Yeah, just giving back. I just think what? it's really interesting. Like, it just seems like there's a shift going on. Not only not only in personal life, business life, politics, life, whatever, but I think it's really interesting to see 
anybody can fake it, right? Anybody yeah. anybody can just go out and just pretend that they're yeah. hustling and make it look like they're hustling oh, yeah. and make it look like they're a bajillionaire and they're killing it. But right. in but inside they're they're really dead, right? Or they're dying and then and they don't know what to do. They're lost. One hundred percent. And that's dude. It's funny you say that. So let me give you a proper introduction because we just jumped into this. Yeah, I, was, yeah, I love it. This is my boy Jess. Jess, you mind if I say your last name? No, I know. Green. At all. Yes. Okay. So Jess owns the company True North Motor Company, and so essentially. He is the one who taught me how to ride a motorcycle. He's the one who, who uh, just by chance, by networking and friends, it's crazy. Uh, he told me he like, hey man, you let me know. He shot me things. You let me know when you have some time. We'll get you out on the bike and we'll start learning. And the first day we did, we went down to the church uh, parking lot and we were doing some some loops. And, and I'm using his bike and I'm terrified as fuck because his bike is. What was it 2017? What is that? No, it's, it's a 15 Street Glide. Jesus, my it's 2015 Street Glide. It's a beautiful bike. It's like the Cadillac of fucking of bikes. It's, it feels great. She's it's big. It's out. scary as fuck. But um, you know, he volunteered his time uh, as under his company. Just like this is what we do. We 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 try and teach people to enjoy the community of riding, right? Because obviously, the community of riding for you has been a big thing. The the community of writing is has been not only big for me but just my friends and my family. Yeah. Just the type of things that I've seen that have come from being on a motorcycle. It, I mean, it's it's like church, right? It's like therapy. It's your thing. It's my thing. Well, it's the funny thing is that that once I started learning, I started seeing it as well, and that's where we became good buddies. Yeah. We started talking about like, man, I know there's a lot of veterans that can that can use this uh, in and almost use it as therapy for themselves, but also join a community. Same reason why we have all these other little communities I'm trying to build. Well, and, and, and when you get involved with these type of communities, one of the biggest reasons why... You're good, keep going? Good. One of the biggest reasons why I wanted to, to really start True North and really push it and, and, and make that my mark and, and leave my stamp on the world is that everybody's got issues. I've got my own set of issues. I'm still working through them. There's peaks and valleys. But when I'm on my motorcycle, like that's my place, that's my spot, that's my, that's my my happy place. It's it's my place to be able to get on after 15 minutes. I've never seen anybody be stressed out on a Harley Davidson or on a motorcycle rolling down the road. Like you don't see that shit in front of the in front of the the you know the psychiatrist's office. Like this doesn't exist. It's it, it's a crazy thing. So if you guys, so the first time me and him went on a a, a big ride. I call it a big ride. It was, probably, it was only about a two hours, right? It was about an hour and a half, two yeah, hours. We were, yeah, we were an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah, so that for me is, is the biggest ride of my life, right? And and understand the vulnerabilities of being on a bike, man. Like, I've spent many years of my life um, not afraid of dying, just kind of like going into the combat. I, I wouldn't say not afraid of dying, but knowing, like, ah, I'm going to put myself in, in harm's way. You're a badass. Right. No, no. But a, general, a, a complete and total badass. N- not... And then, be semi scared to get on a motorcycle. Completely <laughs> fucking vulnerable. You sit there and you're like, all right, because I know this. I, I don't always have to worry about the people to the left and right. I feel right. like people are generally very courteous to, to the motorcycle uh, population here in, in Utah. Not so much, but not so much. Not so much, but well, I felt like they saw me. Maybe it's because I'm big they, as fuck. They see us, yeah. They see us. <laughs> but, but my fear is me fucking it up. Yeah. My fear is me making the wrong decision and fucking panicking and then just going dead on straight ahead with the fucking van. You know what I mean? Well, it's one of those things when you just become one with the motorcycle, you know, and going back to after 15 minutes, like I can only internalize what's going on in my world and in my head and my thoughts. Before I just finally let go, and I just start looking around, and I'm like, "Fuck, this is great!" Like Dude. I'm connected to the sights and the smells and the scenery and yeah. the motorcycle exactly. and the road. And then before I know it, it's like, like when 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 I'm out creating 
which I know you love to do. Yeah. Like that's where it all comes from. Like I'll just be out rolling and then all of a sudden like there's an idea. Here's it pops into my head. You pull over, you jot it down. It's well, just there's just something about well, the it. The cr- crazy thing is me is that we started this ride in the city and then we ended up on kind of this back road. And then about 20 minutes in that back road, we're coming up on what is that? Lake yeah, Utah Lake. Lake. Yeah, Utah, Utah Lake. Lake. Yeah, we went around, we went right around the, the backside of Utah Lake. And I swear, if any of you guys here in, uh, in, that are local to me from the Salt Lake City area that are interested in taking this ride or even want to drive up here and ride with uh, True North, you uh, message us or message True North and let them know. But this ride right here is one of the, I thought it was one of the nicest ones. He goes, no, man, there's way nicer ones here. Oh, dude. And that was one of the craziest rides. So I'm riding for the first time, like on a long ride. I'm getting comfortable. I'm able to put the, you know, put some speed on it. And I look to the left and I see the lake with uh, the reflection of the mountain on it. It was beautiful, wasn't it? Crazy. I always so wanted to stop and take a picture, but I'm like, no, man, I'm enjoying the ride. It's, yeah. it's a freaking badass ride, dude. And that's the coolest thing about it. And so now what I do when I drive around with, with Chrissy, I look around like, I want to, I want to ride the bike here someday. Like I want to ride the bike to Park City. Yeah. I spend a weekend there and ride back. I want to, you know, I want to ride some of the back streets and go take her to dinner. Dude, we're, we're we're both like googling and looking for freaking like motorcycle jackets and you know what I mean. Hell like yeah. I already got my True North gear. I got my hats, my shirts, and all that stuff. But now we're starting looking into helmets. We're starting to look into bikes. I'm thinking I'm gonna buy a Harley sometime in uh, maybe in uh, July. I love it. You know, the sooner the better. Yeah. And so you guys listening, um, what we're trying to do with True North is I would love to see if we can get more veterans to ride with us. But not, not even just veterans, law enforcement, you know, some firefighters, it don't matter. Just people to join the community. You can be just any, even if you're just a student. But come ride with True North, but not even that. Like, what I would try, what I'm working on right now is I'm talking to a few motorcycle companies and uh, seeing if we can get a motorcycle donated. And I'll be donating to a veteran here in the Salt Lake area that is in need of a bike or some uh, some road therapy. Well, that's, and, and ultimately, I mean, that was the idea, right? Like, not only is it a great way to get some kind of personal therapy, but yeah. it's also a way, especially with the veterans, like I, I didn't get a chance to serve in the military. It, it is one of my regrets, but I, I love this country and I love the opportunities that it's afforded me. You know, I've made right. a lot of mistakes, but because of where I'm at and the type of people that I'm surrounded by, you know, I've been able to, to, to learn from those mistakes and continue to build and grow. And so I've always wanted to give back to those guys. I've always wanted to give back to the law enforcement. I've always wanted to give back to the military. I mean, they, they literally get up every single day and they yeah. go put their lives on the lines without really asking any questions just right. so that, just so that I can get up and be me. Like to be yeah. honest with you, Rocco, I'm, I'm nobody special. Like I'm just a guy that decided to leave the corporate world and say, fuck you. I can do this on my own. I'm going to go try to make my own money, make my, and, and, you know, make my own mark on the world. So what, what did you do before, before, uh, doing, starting uh, true North? Uh, so before, before I started True North, I was, uh, in the corporate world. I worked for Mercedes Benz for almost 13 years. Crazy. I was going to buy my mom her first Mercedes. <laughs> I know. I, so, you know, I, I got into, uh, uh, I was very good with my hands. Uh, I had a, a, a nice mechanical niche. My dad was a, a back tree, you know, shade, what we call a shade tree type mechanic. Yeah. And, uh, I'd love taking shit apart. Like I could put it together, take it apart, make it work, make it work better. Uh, and I just had a natural gift for it. So when I actually got out of school, I actually started working uh, at a mechan- at a local mechanic shop. Right. When the dealership opened uh, in 2004, I actually hired on as a service technician and was a service technician for a couple of years. We were in little old Linden, Utah, which back in the day was, it was literally like cornfields. There was nothing around. Yeah. And so the, they had a, they had an issue with uh, turnover and uh, with the sales guys. 
I'm kind of a kind of a chatty kind of guy. Like yeah, yeah. I, I don't mind meeting new people. I don't mind you know saying hey, what's up, you know, and and, and going that route. So I had made friends with the, the assistant, uh, the general manager, and the general sales manager, and uh, they one day the general manager came to me and said, hey, I, th- I think you'd be good at sales. Fuck you say like yeah. what are you talking about like I, I'm this guy with greasy hands and shit yeah you're right? a grease monkey That's yeah I'm like what, the, what are you talking about and he was like no, I, I really think you'd be great at sales so uh, Curtis Sampson my general manager super good dude uh, played football for the University of Utah he uh, he gave me a shot my very first sales job ever yeah and we what, so that we go to this event mind you I didn't own a suit I didn't own a tie <laughs> I didn't own a pair of fucking slacks bro right. So we go to a NetJet event, which is part of the millionaire up at Salt Lake International Airport. Yep. And they're doing like, they're selling like private jets and we took out some of our Mercedes Benz. It's crazy, dude. Yeah. You want to talk about being scared? Dude, my ass was puckered. I was like, I got to puke. Yeah. I have no idea what I'm doing. We get up there and within 30 minutes, I kind of just mingle just a little bit, say hi to a few people. And somehow I got, ta- I, I got in next to this guy he started asking me questions about we took an s600 up there which was a twin turbo v12 car yeah and he started asking me a couple questions and the technical side just kind of kicked in that's what you know that's what i knew right so i just start talking about the car next thing i know bro by the time i left that event i'd sold two s classes and a g-wagon dude the thing is the funny thing is that i did car salesman right i didn't know nothing about fucking cars i know nothing but the fact that you know all the ins and outs of it that makes you a better salesman that well, make, you're able to explain exactly what the fuck it does. You can explain the car for sure. But I, but what I didn't know at that point in time is I, I didn't understand people. Like I yeah. didn't understand the workings of people and yeah. and the mental aspect, you know, and the, and the psychological the, game. The that part goes of sales al- that, that goes along very with, important. Yeah, that goes along with the sales. Yeah, so, the nuts and bolts though, which is more important, I think. I think. But I think that's why the green pie, that, you, get a green, you get a green guy, a green sales guy in there, yeah. and they just roll in for like a couple months and they just fucking kill it because they don't know any better. Yeah, you, you, don't, have to, you don't have no fear and just fucking yeah. up. But then when you start to think you've got it all figured out, that's when you start fucking Dude. it up. And then all of a sudden... All selling cars. Comes. Selling cars for me was the fucking worst. Well, I was selling used cars. You already know the used car world is a little different. This, the, the, the car industry itself is... is be- in my opinion, it's tough. It's it's tough. Like it's it's a necessity. Obviously, people need vehicles. Yes. There's a right way to do it and a wrong way to do it. And unfortunately, like I've been around, I've traveled the entire country with Mercedes and doing sales. And I can tell you, there's a lot of people out there doing it the wrong way. Well, it's crazy, man. Like like me being a salesman, a car salesman at a used car shop, and not even a big, you know, like certified dealer one. Yeah, bro. For me, I could not handle it. I could not handle feeling like, because I knew things about the, the cars, <laughs> I couldn't be a shady dude. Yeah, It's so hard for me, right? And like, when that's someone's business, that's someone's business, right? And not saying the person who owned that place was shady. I'm, or just, all I'm saying is that it just didn't make me feel good. Yeah. And all what, what I do nowadays is like, I want to wake up and feel fucking good about what the fuck I do. I want to know I wake up and I fucking, I'm still giving back to the community in some way, shape or fashion. And so when I was doing the, the car deals and then my buddies were bringing me guys from the military, like, Hey, you're Rocco, man. I'd love to buy a car from you. I'm like, ah, oh, bro. Yeah. Uh, nah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it insets the honesty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you, we can shake hands. We can hang out. You can take a fucking picture, but don't buy a car from me right now because I just don't feel right about this shit. Right. Cause I'm going to have to look you in the eye the next day and be like, ah, uh, you, you got the shitty end of that deal. Yeah. And I don't like that no. shit, dude. That's just not well, me. And that's, and that's what's hard. You know, I mean, it, I, again, I mean, I, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that people need cars. And so, I mean, yeah. the cars don't get reconditioned properly. And you, you, I mean, you see what cars are bought for versus what they're sold for. Right. 
And, and that was it, one of the and and as as time went, that was one of the ways that I was actually to, able to kind of start to realize what I was really good at. And I was yeah. I've always been really good at building relationships, and I have found a way to be able to actually build those relationships pretty quickly. I mean, when you're selling a car, I mean, you got to do that sometimes in 30 minutes. Like, yeah, no, yeah. Person's going to know whether they want to buy a car from you in the first five to 10 minutes. You right. Know? So it's, it was my job to kind of tailor to that. And fortunately, I've never been in like the actual used car world or the Ford, Chevy, GMC. I couldn't do it. I'll be the first person to tell you like, yeah. I wouldn't make it in that world. But I had the ability to be able to communicate the technology, the vehicle and build value in what those cars were. But then also build value in myself and the relationships and dropping the cars off and picking their cars right. up and the personal service that went along with it. But also the fact that I was willing to be honest with them, say, hey, listen, I'll give you a deal, but this is the best I can do because I'm going to need to make a little money. I need to make a little money I too. I need to put food on the table. The dealership's got to make a little money. Obviously, they got to put there's a there's there's a right way to do it. Dude, you know, this- and, that, and ultimately, unfortunately, I mean, that was one of the reasons why. You know, as time had gone on, I'd been there for a really long time. I'd kind of reached the top level. Um, yeah. And, you know, I, there wasn't really anywhere else for me to go. I had a little bit of a, a, a little bit of a jive with, uh, with the upper management and just the actual corporate way of the way that they just want to just herd people through like cattle. Yeah. And, like I just felt like I, over a period of a decade, like I, I learned that when you're asking for a hundred thousand dollars. They're not cattle. These people aren't Dude, cattle. These it, people are changing your, a lifestyle. These people have become your friends. They become your family. Well, and that's, that's that's a big reason why you have such a good support system now for True North, isn't it? Oh, it's been huge. A lot of the people that you've it's served. All, it's it, all about relationships. That's all life is. It's relation, 100% relationships. It's crazy, man. So you say that, like, you know, that you have these customers. I have a, you know, they always know me as the guy that has a guy. Like, I know a guy. <laughs> I got a guy. Right? <laughs> I got a guy for that. I do have a guy for my Toyotas. I used to buy only Toyota um, Tundras. Yep. I'd get a new one every couple of years because, I don't know, this is my guy. And he convinced me. And say, he was good. Yeah. And, I was and like, you trusted him. And, you know, and, and I told him, like, you know, it's all good. Fuck it, dude. Because at li- the end of the day, you really wanted, everybody wants a new car. Right. Exactly. It felt yeah. good to have a car that I knew that wasn't going to fuck up on me. And I knew it was a fucking nice car. And it feels good for me. It feels, I felt uh, almost the pride of being successful enough to own a brand new car. And I felt good about it. Right. And I didn't have the stress of this motherfucker breaking down on me. Right. And so I tell him, like, hey, what do you got, man, this year? Like, what do you got? You know, and this is my boy. His name's Sammy. Sammy Dallas. He, he works in Del Rio. Um, and I just want to give a shout out to him now because I know he's fighting leukemia currently. Oh, man. That's yeah, he's in several stages right now of his um, of his treatments. And uh, Sammy, if you're listening, just giving you a shout out, man. Uh, you're still my guy. You let me know if you need anything. Uh, I'm working on getting you a flag. He asked me for a flag. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, he said he'll hang a flag. Maybe I'll just send him an American let's flag. Just, but Let's just get one done. Yeah, we'll get one done. We'll get one done. And Sammy, uh, dude, my next car, I'm coming right back to you, bud. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love I love it. But yeah, it's one of those things you build these relationships and sales and everything, you know, and you want to, you, you just, you know, your name's on it. Yep. That's, that's part of it. You know, your name is on it. And that's everything like what we're trying to do in business. Like, I think it's cool that your shirts, you do a lot of the, the sewing of the, of the label. You know, your lot of everything you do has to be in American made. Is that correct? Everything that we do on our apparel, whether it be our belt buckles, our hats, our shirts, uh, even the 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 few motorcycle accessories that we offer for like the tire stickers, our our gloves, and everything, everything we do is a hundred percent made in America. If I can't make it in America, I won't do it. And, and that's I mean that's not that's not a nick. It's not a gouge. I, obviously, I believe in capitalism and all that kind of stuff. I mean, if you can make a superior product in China or Mexico or wherever and, and, and your your customers love it, 
I just really believe that we can do it here, and I believe that we can do it for the same type of price, dude. And that's as a, anywhere else in the world. That's what I like about it. Is is look, dude, you can probably get the same product, probably cheaper. Who knows? Somewhere else, who gives a fuck? Yeah. The fact is, you just have the pride to say, you know, what? my company's not going to do that, and that's just what it is. That's just that's just how it's going to be for us. Yeah. There's no knock on anyone or anything. It's just the fact that, like that's just how you want it. That's how we want it. That's fucking rad, dude. That's how and I want it, and I love that shit, man. Crazy. And so here's some cool. So so. Since Jeff spent all his years before starting True North wearing suits and understanding suit etiquette, see, um, I've been working on a process of trying to get a suit company off the ground, and uh, it's been it's been tough. It's been fucking more than tough. Like I've had to just put it to the side for a long time. The goal is, in in not just goal, it's it's actually happening. I think we should be able to launch by January first, second, or third, somewhere around that time frame. I'm so stoked. This is cool. I'm so stoked. So what I'll be doing is I've already linked up with a few guys who are able to get us suits for veterans at a very cheap price uh, and as well as also make custom suits if needed. You know, that obviously comes with a little bit more of a price because that's what suits are. But sure. uh, my plan is to be able to get a veteran a suit, whether it's the gray, the blue, or the black, for a very, very comfortable price have it fitted to them personally whatever their body structure is at the time and as well as uh teach them etiquette on how to wear it and when to wear it and what to wear and when as well as uh showing them the process of of, of what it is to, to make a suit and and when they feel like getting their own custom suits made they come right back to us and we take care of them but i think it's important i think uh the reason why there's, there's a there's a profound reason why the suit thing is important to me is because me personally, I grew up in a household that um, the tie was probably the only thing I've ever worn. Right. My whole life. Mine wasn't even like a tie on tie. Like I had like the little the clip on. Yeah. You know what I mean? We, like, did, we didn't have any money I, growing up. Yeah, like I, I did, literally had like the clip on that like I think just I a, barely went to like yeah. the top of your belly button. You're like, fuck, do I really have to wear this? Thing? I grew up Catholic, right? <laughs> and and and, and uh, you know I'm not Catholic anymore or anything like that. But the point is, I had my first communion. That's probably the one time I wore a tie. Right. Right. And then my my sixth grade. Graduation, I think I wore a tie, but like it's never more than that. Right. And uh, there was a point one time when I was in Iraq, and uh, I, I made a promise. I made a promise to someone up above that I would wear a suit to church one day, and uh, I still haven't done that promise, and I will. But uh, it's what made me think about the suits for veterans. Like I know I'm not the only one who has never worn a suit or doesn't understand the etiquette of wearing a suit who doesn't feel like asking the questions to his buddy to the left or right and rather Google that shit. Right. And so I'd love to be a resource for, for the people who want to know more about suits, would love to have that suit and for what occasion and where to win what, you know what I mean? Well, there's there's so many different wise wins, wears a house and all that kind of stuff to wearing a sport jacket, to wearing a suit. But it's just one of those things, and that's one of the reasons why when I left Mercedes-Benz, why I wanted yeah. to do True North, there's just something about good clothing. Oh, I agree. There's just something about something that's that's tailored and that's cut properly. There's nothing better than putting on a, a custom tailored suit. Dude. You, you feel, feel like, like a million bucks. Fuck that. You feel like you own the world. Like oh, you yeah, dude. own the world. One of the best pictures. It's of, just of, incredible. One of the best pictures of me and Chrissy is I, I, I had a suit. It's one of my custom suits I had made. It's a jacket top. Mm-hmm. You know, with some nice pants yeah. and some some nice shoes, and we went to a boxing match. And I swear to you, so many people were looking at us like, "Who are this dude?" I looked Hell fly. Yeah. I looked fucking Hell good, yeah. and I felt fucking good, dude. dude. 
Well, that's just is like when 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 your mind's right and your body's right, like everything just works. I used to tell it to my soldiers. They say ninety percent of this job is looking good. Hell yeah, dude. yeah. Once dude. you look good, you play good. Hell yeah, and that's it. Ten percent physical. That's, that's <laughs> it's, but it's absolute truth. I believe in that. It's a mental thing, it's, dude. It, dude, it's everything. In, it's it's all mental. If Sales are mental. Good, business is mental. If you oh, feel crazy. fucking good, you're gonna fucking you're, kick ass, dude. You're gonna kill it. Well, that's so. That's what I'm excited about. I'm ex- I'm excited to be able to come on and help you out with that. That's going to be great because just in the, there's, yeah, there's I, a lot of stuff I do know. There's a lot of stuff I don't know, but I just need help in, in getting this off the ground, you know? And so, you know, we kind of partner up with doing this and, and true North together and, and I'm going to help get more veterans out here to, to, uh, to ride man and, and join a community if they're, if they're feeling lost or whatnot. It's the same thing as everything else. Just trying to find a community for them. Well, and that's it. I mean, you know, just circling back to everything, you know, I, when you're out on a motorcycle and it's it, it's this it's different but it's the same for everybody that i've ever talked to and i've ridden across the country and i've talked to thousands of guys that are out riding everybody's got their own shit everybody's going through their yeah. own thing i don't care who you are where you come from how much money you have how little money you have everybody's yeah. got their own thing but when you have the ability to just let go and connect and just recapture who you are recapture your thoughts and just realign your yeah. your, your purpose then that's it's awesome so it's kind of like this two-step thing right so yeah you i i find myself getting centered when i'm on the motorcycle but nice. then what's really cool is is that when i'm out with my boys then you look back and you're like you're alone but you're not alone yeah and that was one of the reasons why it's it's worked really well because we've got some guys that, that, that are you know ex-military uh that are law enforcement it's it, it's that community it's that brotherhood it's that sisterhood of I'm going through some stuff that I get to figure out on my own while I'm riding by myself. But you're still with the but pack. But I'm still with my I'm still with my people. I'm still yeah. with the ones that like I'm, I love that I know have my back. Is that's what's cool about it? Yeah, that's real cool. It's crazy. So let me ask you this: You've been on a lot of rides before. What is your favorite ride that you've ever done? <sighs> my favorite ride that I've ever done, probably to date, I would have to say uh, the Oregon and California coast. So we started all the way from the from the top of the Oregon coast in Astoria, where they filmed Goonies. You remember Goonies? Oh yeah. Fucking love Goonies. That's one of my favorite. Dude, I was telling Chrissy doesn't. Oh. Need, Chrissy's never seen that movie. Are you kidding me? Like, oh, dude, dude, I love I love American. Goonies. So we started. We actually left in Utah. I, I don't believe in trailering my motorcycle. So we left Utah. We burned up through uh, through Idaho uh, into Washington, uh, up through Portland. And then come, we kicked across over into Washington, and then we rode back on this big ass suspension bridge, and then we rode all the way down the Oregon coast, and the California coast. Actually, came back through the Bay Area, Lake Tahoe. Nice. That was probably my that was probably my favorite ride. Um, I don't. I think this just it though. Was like when you're on a motorcycle and you're out riding, they're all your favorite ride. Yeah, it's just a favorite ride for a different reason, what's and that's it? what's cool. Like. If if we really want to like start pushing this, and you guys really want to hook up with with Rocco and I, or, or you just want to hook up with us, and we take you guys take you guys out on some rides, I'm telling you, there is no place in the world that I've been to yet that is like Utah. Well, dude, I, I agree. I think Utah has got some of the best stuff. Everything every time I drive, like that, I want to drive dude. that. I want to ride. Well, dude, just, any of you guys listening, and and I know there's a few guys here that are in Salt Lake area, dude. We're not. This doesn't cost anything. This isn't. This isn't us saying you have to pay True North to, this is to ride. This just to get out this and is, ride. True North will take you out and ride. So if you guys are in the area and you want to do some cool rides, hit him up. I'll, I'll, if I'm available, man, I'll join. I'm still terrified and learning, but damn. <laughs> Bro, I went to the Dude, fucking DMV today to get my fucking license, and I, I, I have to do the test, the, the bike test. Why? Because in California, they test on the 500s, 
and here you have to the six fifties. Right. So now, so they won't accept it. So I got to do the motorcycle test. We'll make up for a couple phone calls. Yeah, whatever. We'll make a couple phone calls. Oh, there we go. Cool. But that's what's crazy. I mean, in Utah, it doesn't matter like two hours in any direction, two hours north. You're in the, some of the best mountainous areas that you can think of. Two dude, hours south, yeah. dude, you're in Red Rock. And just like, you're, you fuck, it feels like Mars, bro. Well, dude, late. If two you could, hours if you take, west, you're in the freaking desert and it's just desolate and there's nothing. I think That's it's crazy. I think dude. it's Lehigh. You're in Lehigh, right? No, we're in Lehigh. Well, in Lehigh, there's the street, the main street, I think, where if you keep going, you go in between the two mountains, don't yeah. you? Dude, I seen that and I was like, that'd be a fucking dope ass ride. Damn, man. We gotta get you on a bike. I know. Well, I, I have a bike that's probably gonna get delivered to me here soon. It's just one that I'm gonna be able to. It's a smaller one, but it's something I can ride for a while until I Love it. put the funds together to get a to get a to get something else. Love it. So we got some options coming up here. Um, shit, man, we're pretty much done here, dude. So so why don't you tell me some of your social media where people can find you? I think it's pretty easy, right? It's yeah, North- it's all it's all pretty easy. Uh, and, on Instagram, we're True North Motor Company. On Facebook, we're True North Motor Company. And then you actually helped me. We, we set up an actual community where yep. we can get on. We can answer questions, you know, videos, share share your guys' favorite rides. And that's just on the True North Motor community. Yep. There you go. That'd be cool, man. So, yeah, again, I appreciate you coming on board, uh, having a podcast with me. I, we had some time to kill. It'd be cool. I'm to, honored. I'm, I'm glad to have you here. And uh, we'll get another ride here soon. You guys listening, like I said, if you guys are interested in getting involved with uh, riding anywhere in the local area, hit me up. And if you're looking for some more people to ride with anywhere else, we can use the Drinker Bros to network if we need to. So just let us know. Um, again, thanks for listening. A lot of stuff going on. Don't forget vinnyrock.com. Go check out the shop. We have all kinds of stuff going on there. Hopefully by next week, I'll have a lot of stuff uploaded. And so uh, some new things to pick up. Don't forget to pick up my book if you have a chance for your kids. And uh, fuck, man. It's almost Christmas time. They need a book. There you go. If they need a book, that's the one for them. All right, guys. You take care. Thank you. Bye.